you. It's cult transmissions. Avoid thinking. Keep repeating to yourself. It's only a movie. This is Culture Intentions Podcast, where we talk about movies that are cold. With your hosts, Clay Bubbles, Eric Salazar, Brian Trough, and Patrick Colwell. Now, let's talk. Alright, we're back. Somebody showed us the bat signal, so we're here. We arrived. Um, tonight, we're doing 1989 Batman. Gotham City. Nice outfit. You look fine. I didn't ask. I have given a name to my pain. What are you? I'm Batman. My life is really ah! complex. Wing freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. It's fucking awesome. It might yeah, be one. Still holds up. After watching it, I, out of all the movies that we do, you know, I try to watch it more than once anyway, you know, uh-huh. just to be familiar and not sound like a complete idiot. But this movie, I don't think I've ever watched it as much as I did, like willingly. Like all my research was done, and I just kept watching it. It's like. I love this movie so much. Like, I wasn't getting tired of it. In fact, after that entire week and a half of, like, watching it, I went and watched Batman Returns. I was just like, let's just keep it... Let's keep Mm -hmm. going. Let's do it. Um, But yeah, I love this movie. Uh, Do you guys remember, like, the first time you saw it? Yeah, I actually do. uh, Because it scared me when I was a kid. uh, (laughs) I was already, like, I wasn't able to read fully, like, the comic books. I think I was, like, four or five or whatever. But, like, I'd have, like, a bunch of Batman coloring books and whatnot. I was way into Batman. Uh, so, you know, my parents thought, like, hey, it'd be cool. Show them, show them Batman. And I pieced out the second uh, Jack Nicholson goes in, the, uh, goes in the acid and his hand comes back up. 
nope, fuck that. I'm out. <laughs> Turn this movie off. I hate it. Scared me really bad. Uh, and so, like, they waited another year. And, like, it gets better. You know, there's Batman's, you know, going to fight the bad guys or whatever. I was like, no, I don't. This is scary. I don't want it. Uh, so, briefly, uh, everybody else had seen Batman except for me. Like, all the kids in daycare were talking about it. And I hadn't seen it yet because it's too scary. Uh, but once I finally actually got around to watching it, I realized, like, oh, that, that was dumb. I don't know why that scared me. Uh, this movie's awesome. So I, I'm legit glad we're covering it because uh, the I, I'm sorry I don't I want to get too far ahead before no, everybody chimes in. Okay. But uh, I like the the Burton Keaton Batman movies kind of get lost in the wash, you know what I mean, so to speak. And I'm not even like I don't I don't want to be a guy who's like let's rank all the goddamn Batman movies. I just mean to say. Mm-hmm. And even for me, like, whenever it's like, get your Batman live action fix, it's not like going to the Nolan Batman movies now. Uh, but, yeah, there's a charm to the particularly, well, actually, I don't know. I was about to say particularly this movie, but Batman Returns is also still pretty rad. But there's a, there's a charm to these that is kind of lost in just about all the other adaptations, which isn't to say they're bad. I would argue probably that the Nolan films are better but having said that there's I don't know there's something kind of magic about the, the Burton Keaton movies well they're, I think they maybe ha- it's go ahead I was gonna say they have that Burton like mystique to them the the sets and shit like you can't no one else can do it that way Nolan's are more execution based quality you know yeah. like they don't look special so that's the big difference here this is more like an experience i forgot how tim burton this original one felt i knew i've watched returns a lot more um especially more recently so i knew it had a lot of that tim burton you know over dramatic like set pieces and stuff that he's known for but i kind of forgot i I felt like this one was uh, more tame in that regard, but I think it was just kind of like maybe marketed that way. Like if you look at like Patrick just held up the cover of the movie, that nothing about that says Tim Burton, you know, but I don't know. But hey, I'm just glad, you know, Batman's turn finally came after the, the real superheroes like Oily Maniac and Swamp Thing were covered. So we're finally... <laughs> Finally getting into the, the <laughs> B-tier superheroes. Yeah, I don't remember the first time I saw this movie, but I just remember it always being there. <laughs> like, I just, like, it's just part of my childhood, I think. Like, I don't, I, I don't recall the first time I saw it. I just, it was just always there. But yeah, watching it now, like, I Man, I probably haven't watched it in a long... I don't even know. A long, long time. Mm -hmm. But, like, watching it now and, you know, trying to just pay a little more attention to it and set pieces and stuff like that. And a lot of, uh, like, you were saying, throughout the Burton feel, like, there's parts to me that even, like, felt like Beetlejuice in it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, a lot of the music and stuff. Yeah, same, I mean... That's his go-to like composer. I just felt it more. 
yeah, now too. So I was just like, yeah, I do not remember. Like, I didn't honestly remember this movie very much like I thought I did. No, I definitely, my, my memory is this was literally the first VHS tape my family ever owned. So it's always Ooh, been wow. special. In fact, I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was. Like, we were a little late to the VCR game. Um, I think, I actually remember, I never heard anyone else talk about this, but, but I mean, VCRs were fucking expensive in the 80s. I mean, yeah. you guys probably remember. Um, we would actually rent one. Yeah, you guys, that's what we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, they were like 20 bucks, and then the movies were like five or some crazy shit like that. VHS tapes for those youngsters listening when they came out it was literally like 150 or 200 dollars for a tape it was something nuts or like maybe a hundred bucks do you guys well, remember that's why that the foot yeah that's why the foot clan was stealing them yeah 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 but anyway no i'm talking vhs tapes no uh, yeah they were tapes they were, used to be outrageous for the first were, year or two that was like a uh that was like a thing they did because like the movie studios didn't want yeah like movie studios were really afraid that like VHS mm-hmm. was going to just completely bury the industry, which is just how the movie industry reacts. Anytime anything yeah. changes, that we're like, seeing it now. Like, the way they're reacting now, like you know, yeah. WB's going to start streaming their movies, and everybody's just completely shitting the bed as far as their reaction is concerned. Like, wait, movies are more accessible now. This well, is like an HBO outrage. Max. HBO Max. Right. That, that's what I mean. Yeah, the WB yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to go on a rant, but yeah, so as a result, like, uh, VHS was prohibitively expensive. We Mm -hmm. actually, I I think, because, I mean, shit, man, I was, you know, I didn't turn five until, like, October of 90, you know, Mm -hmm. so I don't recall the 80s or what have you, but I'm I'm a big enough nerd that this kind of stuff intrigues me, so (laughs) I read up about it here and there, so. Well, I was Uh, obviously, like, I mean, it was probably yeah. 90 or 91, the time I'm talking about, so I remember it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would have been six or seven. And I just remember shuffling through the same, like, three VHS tapes. And it was um, E.T., Batman, mm-hmm. and... Harry and the Hendersons. Be- uh, Beetlejuice. No, Sorry, four tapes. Uh, Silence of the Lambs came in soon after that. My mom wanted to put <laughs> it, so... We owned those four tapes for probably the next couple of years before they were like much cheaper and like you said, accessible. So, um, yeah, um, I loved it. Obviously, I mean, unless you were scared of it, like Clay, I think every kid loved it at that point. I mean, it was like, hey, look, I'm lo- not the only kid that was scared of Batman. <laughs> oh, I was that freaked. Shit, that shit happened. That shit happened to a lot of people. I will not be shamed. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. I was scared of Joker. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's still fucking freaky looking, but um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't want to uh, dwell on the nostalgia too much of it, but yeah, I loved it. I watched it. We probably wore that tape into dust. Uh, well, for me, the first time I saw it was in the theaters. I was nice. fortunate enough to... I mean, it was probably one of my f- top first five films of actually seeing in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I was trying to remember what theater 
but you know it is all kind of a blur because I knew we were seeing Batman and I faintly remember seeing like commercials for it and stuff obviously I knew who Batman was like but it felt like such an event one getting to go to a movie theater like at that age like I was young probably maybe too young for this movie because yeah there's some parts that even seeing now I can remember being you know shocked as a child seeing him but I mean this is again like I think I mentioned on the turtle episode like going to a theater now kind of like sparks those like nostalgia flames a little bit just remember mm-hmm. like god I remember you know seeing this I think we may have even seen it a couple of times um I, I mean that's all I cared about like this was my ninja turtles um Mm-hmm. obviously because I'm goth uh, but I think even more when I got it on VHS and I had the ability to like watch it whenever I wanted like it blew my mind my parents probably hate this movie now because of that this and the Goonies <laughs> because that's like every day it's just like oh it's lunchtime guess we gotta watch Batman now it's just like <laughs> But, I don't know, like, I, everyone's seen this movie. I can say that. Everyone's seen this movie. You'd have to. Otherwise, you're... Everyone our age, a, for sure. Yeah, grew up so, in a yeah, weird yeah, cult I mean, without yeah. electricity or something. If you're, uh, if you're over the age of 30, or if you're 30 or so, yeah. Uh, I don't know, I'm pretty sure there are youngsters out there who just have no idea. Well, Tim Burton directed a batman movie and it's you know i we can laugh now at like the burton depp elfman you know what it turned into Mm -hmm. and it they you know i'll always be a tim burton film regardless uh lover they he has good intentions i think it just i don't know i think it just got watered down over the years of stuff but this one like this soundtrack and we'll talk soundtracks primarily right now i'm talking of the elfman score not the prince score uh (laughs) it's just like hearing that when it when the movie starts and it shows like the warner brother thing like i still get goosebumps Mm -hmm. it is literally the pinnacle of soundtracks for me like it's just yeah. it it even throughout the whole film like I think it hits on every level like this is the start of their relationship I think they struck gold easily with this movie I mean um, the the Elfman Batman theme is is the iconic Batman like nobody else has managed to yeah even I mean like and some of it has to do with like Batman the animated series which I mean I don't want to get into too much but it, it was just like, all right, look, just give us the Elfman score again. <laughs> like, yeah. give us that theme. Yeah, like, because it works. Uh, but we're still waiting on, like, the next iconic Batman theme. Like, no, like, Hans Zimmer is incredible, right? But, like, nothing, no actual, like, Batman theme song, you know what I mean? That's going to, like, really rock your world quite like this one does. In fact, I think, Loki think, like, Hans Zimmer's, like, quote-unquote Batman theme is literally just those those two notes 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Y'all are sleeping on the Adam West intro, so... Shut up. Trot. What about the okay? God okay. damn it. What about the version? What about the version where the pug yells and it sounds like Batman and they edit it into the song? I love that version. I'll show you guys after about. the episode. Go to YouTube <laughs> and type pug no. Batman and you'll no. see it. It barks and sounds like Batman. Not... <laughs> well, you just spoiled the whole thing. So. That's fine. It's I'm cute, man. <clears throat> but people need to see it it's I mean watching it as an adult now um, or I guess like studying it you know as we kind of tried to do to sound like we know what we're talking about um, is fun I was afraid that I was going to be like oh fuck I'm going to ruin this movie now like you know like trying to dig into it and like research it and look at it but it actually made me appreciate it a little bit more. Like, it just, you know, this is all stuff that I probably would have liked to know as a child growing up this movie that I, mm. you know, that I do now. Um, and I don't know, to me, like, this is the least Burton esque movie that I love, anyway. Yeah. I feel like he tried to, to he's, a, and he's, you know, been quoted saying, like, this was the least of he was a little disappointed in it because it was so serious and i think you can go back and watch like batman returns that one i really yeah, that one really yeah, yeah i mean like he cranked it up on, to 11 on that one yeah it has a completely different feel to it which we'll probably cover someday i would love to i love that movie too but um hey confession time i like it more than this one that's fine yeah, I, just, I mean, it, I love this one. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting yeah. on it by any means. I think as a film, that one's way more entertaining. I yeah, think. that's probably why. If you're, if you're watching it for, like, face value, I mean, you know, and the cast and all that. But this one just, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a dark film. I guess maybe not kind of. It is a dark film. Mm-hmm. Uh literally <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, I guess... it's hard to see at times yeah just like uh just like we were talking about with ninja turtles it's a lot of a lot of black yeah okay yeah. while while you bring that up i was waiting for the right opportunity to bring it up and that's perfect setup for this masterful execution in the reveal of joker's face in the dark yeah. when he walks into yeah. the yeah, uh, dude's good. office i was like i got goosebumps i was like i don't remember that and that's one of the coolest fucking scenes I've ever seen. Are you talking like, about oh, the uh, when he comes? The back. Jack Palance scene. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. After the uh, after the you surgery, just called, you just called Jack Palance quote that dude. I Actually, I was trying to remember his character's you're, name. You're you're a I a hundred percent knew it was Jack uh, Palance. Grissom, I couldn't remember his character. Yeah, that's what it was. I almost called him yeah. Gordon. I was like, no, that's absolutely not Gordon. No. Yeah, we've got that. That scene didn't scare me as a kid, but I remember that because you it's can see him. Now, yeah. yeah, and no. you know that he's Joker. Yeah, but you can just—it's like his mouth. Like you can just kind of see it, and it's just like yeah. when he steps it's in the light. So light, the it's lighting. Like, oh my god! It's legitimately, yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, the parts that scared me, even fucking now, I was like, that is terrifying. Is when he doesn't have his makeup on. Yeah. When it's just well, his, no. his regular flesh face with the mouth fucking scars he looks it's, so it's scary supposed to, 
it's supposed to be implied that that is makeup, right? Like they do yeah. the the scene, like he's meeting with all the other mob bosses or whatever, and he like wipes his forehead because he's wearing him colored, ma- you know, just normal flesh colored makeup. Well, he's like in a, he's a and there's a few like, different yeah. scenes where he's like that. So yeah, whatever yeah. it is, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, he looks weird. I remember that scene like confused me as a kid because I was like, why? What happened to his face? Like he yeah. he said the joke, and it took me years. Like oh, and especially like when Vicky Vell like throws the water on him and it's all screwed up because I remember that mm-hmm. pit scene. I think it was like in the trailer, and I remember seeing it and being like, "That's gruesome. What is that? I can't wait to see like what mm-hmm. is he like melting?" Because I would thought that was like when he was becoming Joker, but yeah, yeah. Um, the effects in this movie obviously are great i mean you know we've talked about like superheroes and their (laughs) their underwear costumes and and stuff like that but i think i think the suit looks amazing i mean still yeah because it's not it's not flashy like i feel like it's just maybe like what batman would wear (laughs) in real life maybe Maybe not yeah, the yellow belt and stuff, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty realistic. Uh, even like the kind of like the flaws in the cowl, you know what I mean? Like he'll like he's not he's barely able to turn his head, which is always unfortunate <laughs> in most yeah. Batman movies. Uh, hats off to Christopher Nolan for just acknowledging it in like the script in Dark Knight. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to be able to turn your head? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, but. Apart from that, like, if he does, because his head, like, deviates uh, too much, uh, you'll see, like, kind of little perforations in the mask or whatever. That's, like, kind of cool. Also, like, the movie is supposed to be, like, a kind of a a fresh Bruce Wayne. Like, a Bruce Wayne who's, like, feeling his way around being Batman. So that's kind of, I don't know. It's I don't think it's intentional, but it kind of adds to that for me. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like, you can, I kind of thought this was cool, like, watching, because last week, after I announced I was doing this one, I actually, for whatever reason, watched Batman and Robin. I know. Uh, I know. I know. Is that but the I watched it in a while. Batman, or? Yeah, that's the that's second Shoemaker, yeah. The Schwarzenegger, yeah. Yeah. Man. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's, okay. But. Is it Batman Returns, the second one? Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. Batman, Batman, Batman Returns, Penguin. Batman Forever. Catwoman and Penguin. Okay. Batman Forever is Val Jim Carrey. Nicole Kidman, yeah. Which, oh yeah, I watched, see, I watched that one a lot too as a kid, just I like probably that because it's the third Batman. Batman Forever that... has a boss soundtrack. Yeah, talking about talking about that seal song, mm-hmm. Sunny Day Real Estate. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good bands on there, shocking. The like... U2 song? That song yeah. kicks ass. I don't care. Yeah, Fuck that one. Know. Yeah, that's that one song. was not bad. Who plays Batman but in that one? Clooney. Val Kilmer. Oh, that's Kilmer, right. Val and Kilmer. Then Clooney is uh, Batman. Batman Robin, but the worst one. Like what the parallel is trying to draw is like, because you know in this movie you see the cave, and it's really yep. sparse and it's terrifying looking because he's just like on a ledge. He's got like these two little remote areas that he can like you know do his computer (laughs) computer work or whatever and then like batman returns there's like 
it's a little more in depth like there's some more new areas and stuff and it's just kind of cool like like to piggyback on clay's mm-hmm. about him kind of feeling his way out as batman it's like i thought that was kind of cool how it you know he is kind of piecing things together of course you get yeah. to nolan's films and it's like insane mm-hmm. like the <laughs> the technology and everything but you know we talk about this film being dark i guess a lot of people when it kind of hit shelves on vhs or whatever were complaining because there were a lot of scenes where i mean it might just be a thing with superhero movies back then like they just you know the dark stuff was too dark because watching it now on dvd or you know whatever streaming it almost kind of felt like a different movie in a lot of scenes for me because i've grown up with that vhs and i think you gotta discuss this on life force like it's just it's kind of a cool thing like getting to to see these films you know in a literal different light yeah seeing like the details and stuff yeah my big Um, oh fuck moment was with chainsaw massacre the 4k in the theaters i was like holy shit like there's shit i have never noticed in the movie and i've seen it 30 times you know like yeah you gotta adjust that tint man you gotta I mean, don't get, don't get me <laughs> wrong. I, I was grateful for the experience, but I still think that's a movie I prefer to watch gritty. Whereas Batman, Tim Burton, it's totally justified to have a fully HD version of a Tim Burton movie, you know? Yeah. Especially like Beetlejuice, all the colors and shit, you know, that needs to pop. So yeah. that's my opinion with Burton, at least. But Chainsaw Massacre, give me that grit. And I don't know, I... It could just be, like, I've always liked Joker out of the villains and the most, but, like, the colors in this movie probably goes back to it being so dark, but when, like, the Joker and his henchmen and everything, like, the colors, like, the neon purple and all that, like, that always, I just, mm-hmm. that always stuck with me. Um, also, I feel like we need to talk about Michael Keaton a little bit. Yeah. Um, I guess there was, like, a pretty big uproar when they finally announced, like, he yeah. was going to be Batman because people are like, yeah. "Yep, why?" And I were talking about it. Yeah, and Mr. Mom. I love Mr. Mom. I love Mr. Mom. I love Beetlejuice, and I've, you yeah. know, I think he's an awesome actor. Um, Multiplicity. Was it Frosty? What's his snowman movie? Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost. Not the. Not the. Well, not I, the well, one. well. I was not, gonna say not, not the, the bad one, one, but that's yeah. that's not accurate. <laughs> it um, might be the bad one. <laughs> but I, you know, obviously, it's been said, but I think he fucking rules as Batman. Like he, mm-hmm. his range, like he's one of the most intense actors, so he can have that. He can have kind of like little goofy moments. Obviously, like I think in Batman Returns, it gets a little more, you know, silly. I guess, yeah. but I think Burton's gonna Burton. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, plus, you got Danny DeVito. <laughs> I mean, can you really take it seriously? Well, I, I'm, here's the thing. To, to Patrick's point, like Michael Keaton, prior to this, was almost exclusively a comedic actor. Like no, he I'm... hadn't really, he hadn't really like flexed his dramatic chops yet. I mean, he does later, and it turns out, yeah, he's a phenomenal actor. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Keaton was there was like a petition they they, they like 
had like a hundred thousand or like fifty thousand or something uh, signatures. And they like sent it to like DC and Bob Kane and all these people. Like, please don't let. Which, by the way, is the way these idiots still act, right? They still behave yep. this way. Anytime anybody's I was just like, say that. I mean, Christian Bale probably got a pass because he had like a really, you know, a pretty stellar track record prior. But like, I mean, just you can go down the list. Ben Stiller or Ben Stiller, that would have been funny. Uh, ben Affleck, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather see. You know ben what? Here's Stiller. the thing. Ben Stiller is fucking. Ben Stiller's pretty buff. Rich. Yeah, he's buff. Yeah. He could pull it off. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ben Affleck, everybody, and then like most recently with Patton Oswalt. God damn it, Patton Oswalt, Robert Pattinson, Oswalt, a great penguin. Uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, everybody, uh, everybody came in good. But by the way, uh, it looks even more foolish now. But most people yeah. would have, who I don't know, I guess cinephiles at the very least were like, "Yo, you guys need to pump the brakes. This guy's fucking amazing." I am so but, sick of yeah, defending it's just, him. It's just a, it's just a, like a part of the Batman process, and it started with Keaton. Just yeah, you get cast as Batman, get ready to have a bunch of entitled fucking nerds coming but at you. Here's just the, like here's the deal, we I, we can say that, and I'm on board with you guys. Like Pattinson, you know, yeah, but no one said anything when they cast Val Kilmer. Some no one. F- Remembered to say, well, "Oh wait, he, he was all shit." Though. When they, when they the hired, Hall, yeah, Clooney. he was like hot off. Yeah, he was well, like the same. Val Kilmer was Val Kilmer was just off. hot off the hills of uh, a Heat. stellar job as uh, uh, Doc Holliday in uh, mm-hmm. Tombstone, I believe. Before, yeah, he uh, was hot shit, but Clooney, that one, I scratched my head. I was like, the, the fucker from ER, this Batman. Yeah, he was Fuck just this. Clooney was just the ER guy. Uh, by the way. Don't have any problems with George Clooney now. He's a really well, good actor. Wait, great director. I guess As from Batman, Dust Till though, Dawn. I do. No, yeah. Was, from Dust Till Dawn, was that out yet? That was, yes, that was before. <laughs> he's uh, kind of a badass in that, I guess. Uh, yeah. But, like, to go back to, uh, for just a second, to uh, Michael Keaton, uh, he didn't fit the bill. Like, he's not a big buff guy. He's kind of goofy and gangly. Uh and so I could it's see a, it, but like it's like a dad, kind of, yeah. But like got curly hair. The one thing I, I I wanted to bring this back because Robert Pattinson has uh, had told like was it Matt Reeves or whatever his name is the guy directing uh, uh, the Batman, which is going to be awesome. Uh, he's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not going to bulk up. I'm not, I'm not like doing, I'm changing, not changing my workout routine or whatever. I think that's pretty cool because. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think Batman should look like an MMA fighter. You know what I mean? Like he should be pretty lean. He's supposed to be a goddamn ninja. So yeah, uh, aren't they kind of going the yeah. noir vibe with the new one too? I'd imagine. Yeah, I that's kind of what I yeah. get from the trailer and from what I've seen as far as like the marketing goes. I think that's awesome. I like I have some of the Batman like comics and stuff. I don't remember the actual name or the the uh, writer of them, but. I think you might have given them to me, Clay. It looked like a little bit more of that style of the Batman story than just beat him up superhero version, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm much more interested in that, and I think that's what these first Burton films kind of also felt like compared to the other two that well, came soon this, after. Well, 
This one, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know so much about Batman. Returns, well, not the noir, but the darker side of Batman, you know. Yeah, Batman was, uh, he was all the way in his uh, grim and gritty phase, uh, which hasn't yeah. completely gone away or anything uh, at this point, by the time this movie came out. And, like, it's pretty obvious that uh, that was a big influence on the films. I, I, I don't think Tim Burton was a, a fan of the comics. In fact, I don't think anybody that was a part of the film was, but... Uh, at least they were given material like, Hey, this is kind of what we're going for. And I'm pretty sure like Frank Miller's stuff and like some of the other gritty takes on Batman were uh, like the primary focus. Yeah. As far as like reading material that you should study up on to make your Batman movie. Well, it just seemed to disappear instantly when Burton and Keaton were gone. So I'm just assuming that played a big part of it. Well, I mean, you gotta just, think too of who did the other movies too like i don't know i mean those are separate things i don't even yeah, compare yeah, we don't have to waste it, time that was like studio that was all like yeah. studio stuff yeah, yeah. I, I saw something about it a long time ago yeah i mean i and i, I will like say the, go ahead. Joel, grabs. Yeah. joel schumacher does deserve at least some benefit of the doubt given the fact that he is the guy who did uh lost boys so I mean, you put nipples on Batman, but thanks for Lost Boys, so whatever. It's a wash. It's a push, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, this movie, it's one of those that, like, even if I have it on in the background or whatever, like, and I can hear just, like, a certain clip or, like, a sound or the music, like, it immediately, like, triggers me. Like, that weird, like, (laughs) nostalgia, like, I have to stop what I'm doing. I need to, I have to watch this movie. Um, and, you know, that's just growing up, watching it every day. Goonies does the same thing, but I don't know. I just, I can't really find a lot that I don't like about this movie, sadly. I tried to be really subjective. I mean, it just, it was harder for me to watch this and it wasn't into Turtles, like we talk about, and not just be immersed in the film and, like, try and think of, yeah. like, notes and stuff. Um, yeah, my notes are half a page uh, <laughs> for this It's one. fine. I just wanted to talk about the movie because yeah. it's so great. Um, have you guys listened to the soundtrack? And the soundtrack being the Prince the, soundtrack? The Prince stuff? Some of it's pretty... It's it, There's some pretty banging tracks in there, yeah. Some of it. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I'm, I don't know a whole lot about it in fact i don't know a whole lot about prince in fact one could go as far as to say i was introduced to prince or the artist formerly known as prince by batman um i've never seen purple rain i'll say that i'll admit it still but still uh but i went back and listened to the soundtrack the other day thinking like i'm just gonna really you know just dive in and just get as much as I can in me of Batman and everything. Dude, those are some fucking weird songs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know mm-hmm. why. That's Prince, yeah. It's just, like, I get well, it. Well, it was like late 80s and 90s Prince. That's a very different brand of Prince you're, going, you're getting mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's... Uh... I mean, 
yeah like the couple of songs that you know like when he's on the parade that one's awesome or the song where they're like busting in through the museum that one's awesome still yeah but all the other ones i almost feel like they just kind of tell him like all right prince this is you it's your soundtrack you know batman right he's like yeah and they like threw him a batman t-shirt and they're like all right write us an album and it's yeah i mean it's prince he does whatever the fuck he wants they're not gonna say no uh, yeah in fact it wouldn't surprise me at all if prince was just like hey guys i made your batman movie soundtrack i'm like oh we didn't ask you Uh, thank you i guess yeah it's possible (laughs) (laughs) go it's in the movie like no well it's in the movie okay uh thank you prince i don't know man like this movie one of the I mean, I had Ninja Turtle toys and stuff. I think we already talked about that. But Batman was, yeah. there were a few years that exclusively, like, it had to be Batman. Like, if, if you're going to get yeah. get a present, it's got to be a Batman. I had, like, sweatshirts. I mean, it was embarrassing. It was the same thing. Like, you could go back and just copy and paste the Ninja Turtles talk as far as, like, the merchandise and the toys and how obsessed we were with them at the time. And just... Just replace it with Batman every time we say Ninja Turtles, and it would (laughs) (laughs) it would work. Yeah, it didn't have like a big push from like one like Coke or I don't know McDonald's or something like that. It was a huge. Well, that could be returns too. Uh, well, maybe both. But on the VHS, um, you know, like I don't care about previews on tapes and DVDs and stuff. But on this one, like I actually would rewind to the very front and watch them like one was like a warner brothers quick commercial and it was like animated with daffy duck and bugs bunny and it was just whatever but then the second one was literally a coca-cola commercial with alfred and bat batman i used to think that was like the coolest thing because i'd never seen like you know anything outside of just the movie of with batman i thought it was so cool like they actually got all of them to do this commercial it's just like (laughs) yeah the coolest thing ever so those two things kind of just stick out like just included in the whole batman all the way to batman forever though they they i think they made those things for like merch and stuff yeah uh, batman forever specifically was almost made exclusively to just move merchandise yeah there's you could tell there's no heart in that movie at all it's just like here's a franchise let's get our mcdonald's licensing our burger king shit let's get that pizza hut deal going let's shoot that diet coke commercial let's get this yeah, shit yeah they rolling. probably had all that before it came Maybe. out yeah i mean I'm like pretty, they like they made that movie probably right i mean they they made that movie <laughs> for that purpose of just moving right, right. more toys and licensing and shit yeah i did used to have like glass like little mugs with like uh, question marks on it and like the bat wing or something on it but they're like glass mugs from mcdonald's yeah i feel like that was like the start of like movie merchandise from what the earliest i can remember i mean as far as not just so much the toys or comics and stuff but just based off the movie itself like straight I can, yeah the movie is everywhere um so i want to talk about like if you can like trying to remember like how you felt and like the impact it had on you as like a kid i 
guess, growing up with it. And then, like, watching it now as an adult, is there anything that kind of stands out where you're like, hmm, okay, like, that makes more sense now, or that's weird, or anything like that? I had a crazy thought watching the movie. I'm, I'm probably not the only one that's ever thought this, but the movie's called Batman. And I was watching it this time around, and I was like, obviously Batman's cool and tough and badass in it, but, like, he's not the star of the movie. It's fucking Joker. It's Joker's movie. And I was just like, I was like, maybe it'll, I, I was I was starting to think that, like, halfway through. And then I was like, maybe toward the end it'll feel like Batman's movie. I was like, no. Well, that Joker, like, everything ends when Joker ends. Like, he is the... Yeah, main character of the whole fucking a, movie like it's weird even has like a more complete character arc yeah, uh, batman just feels like very secondary like blatantly. here's the thing that's that's the power of a good joker right like nobody's talking about christian bale lighting the world on fire in dark knight either right mm-hmm. the lasting impression you get from that movie is heath ledger and it's very similar uh with jack nicholson as, as the joker here uh but yeah, that was the one thing that like stood out to me was uh, how kind of creepy the Joker was. Like he scared me. I I, th- I mentioned it at the top of the show that like yeah, uh, Joker scared me and it kind of scared me off from Batman for like a year. But you know I was like six whenever I saw it the second time. It's all for it. But jo- like they they're the like the scene Troth was talking about earlier. It's great. Like the. Uh, Jack Palance scene where he uh, shows back up, you know, like, hey man, you set me up over a woman or whatever, and you you can see the the face in the shadows or what have you. Yeah, that scene's incredible, and I think that was like the most standout scene to me this time around. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're a kid, it's I'm Batman, or you know, like, or it's just right. uh, a Batman kicking some dude's asses or something, you know, what I mean, like, uh, but yeah, right. like. This, this time around, it was, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I expected to be, like, alarmed at the the body count, you know, because it's very high in Batman uh, Returns. <laughs> but, you know, a, a big part of Batman lore, and this is uh, also, like, the biggest gripe about the Snyder take on Batman, right, is that Batman is just gleefully killing, which is, like, the biggest part of his character is he doesn't do that. Uh in this movie, I think there's one guy, and he doesn't even really throw him off on purpose. There's a guy who just gets, like, tossed, you know, out of the cathedral or what have you, but otherwise he doesn't. Uh, I don't think he, he doesn't kill anybody. Well, no, gets the Joker, ties a goddamn statue around his ankles well, and lets him. Yeah. But, uh. A lot of yeah, self-defense. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are things, uh, uh, those are things that I, uh didn't pay any attention to when i was a kid like now that i'm an adult and it became a thing with the uh the affleck and snyder batmans you know the that like oh so okay cool i guess we're just ignoring that huge part of his character that has made a vow not to uh kill people cool great hmm. those are the only things that i was really paying attention to because like like we mentioned earlier uh and it's a lot like ninja turtles you can't there's no point in even trying to turn off the nostalgia glasses. There's no point in trying to watch the movie <laughs> subjectively yeah. at this point. Like it is, so it'd be like it'd be like, hey, watch Jurassic Park and tell me all the things you don't like about it. <laughs> like, 
it's fucking impossible. Yeah. Like it's it's really difficult. But I mean, there are a few things that stood out as an adult that didn't when I was a kid. Like primarily, the fact that Jack Nicholson, much like uh, Heath Ledger in Dark Knight, like juxtaposes being a horrifying like gangster with being uh, just a fucking Looney Tune cartoon. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, those two things, that and, and Michael Keaton does a very passable Batman. Yeah, for me, the same, like, the Joker as an adult is a lot different than yeah. I remember. Just like, he's, like, how insane he is, you know? Like, yeah, he's a Joker when you're a kid, but he's just, like, a bad guy. Like, yeah. you don't think about, like... Oh, he's just electrocuted this guy to into a skeleton, mm-hmm. yeah. and then he has a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Like everyone leaves, and he has a conversation with them, where he's like answering the skeleton questions a couple times. Yeah. And I, I that stood out to me. I was like, dude, he is insane. Like, and I know the joke now as an adult. Like the Joker, you know, he's insane, whatever. But that was probably the biggest difference in like how. He even had that, like, ruthless... He's always been ruthless, but, you know, like... Man, just as a kid, I guess you don't know... You don't really pay attention to that stuff. You just want to see Batman kick his ass, yeah. Yeah. Right. So that was... Like, the Joker has to be the biggest thing. The difference from a kid until now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice, like... Like you just said, as a kid... You're like, oh, hurry up and get this bad guy. And you're just like, he's a weirdo. He looks creepy this time i got to watch it probably for the first time as a fan of movies in general not just batman and i was just fucking soaking in nicholson's performance like it is fucking crazy he was he was 110 percent in on it and what's crazy the little bit of trivia i was reading before we recorded um he uh kind of initially was like not gonna accept the part oh boy the robin williams yeah thing. and they went yeah. to robin williams and robin williams was like fuck yeah i'll do it and then they i guess they checked with nicholson one more time and kind of left williams on the hook and nicholson was like yeah i'll do it because he found out he found out the williams <laughs> yeah. offer and he's like sure i'll do it and williams was pissed he was like you guys I use me as fucking bait you know so he they tried to get him for one of the sequels, and he was like, fuck you. Like, he just straight up said no. <laughs> and then he vowed to never do, like, a Warner Brothers movie again until they apologized. So, I was like, that's a fucking Jeez. boss move, at least. There's, a, there's a, a little bit towards the end when Batman's kicking his ass, and I was like, that seems like a Robin Williams skit. Like, where he's like, you want to hit a guy with glasses, would you? Yeah. You know, I was like, <laughs> that's a straight up Robin Williams bit. Well, they tried to get him for the Riddler, which he would have killed that, too. Yeah, I believe that's what I read. But uh, another crazy thing, while we're talking about his relationship with that role, he earned some fucking money. So obviously oh, yeah. he got a big paycheck, but he like, he worked like it out. Got part of the box office. Yeah, he used his clout right? to get a percentage based paycheck instead, like some George Lucas magic, you know. And it ended up paying him sixty million dollars. 
and he uh that's like one of the biggest grossing roles of all time until like recently i don't even know if it's been broken that's because usually they get like five ten million dollars for a big movie you know which is a shitload of money for I remember, like, Jim Carrey and his peak was getting, like, $20 million a picture yeah. or what have you. But that's not, I mean, sick. that's triple that for yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. He worked his ass off. I, it could not have been an easy, like, job for him, but... Dude, that, that shit he had to, like, stuff in his jaws, you know, to, like, yeah. to, like force his cheekbones up. Like, that had to be excruciating. Yeah, it uh, looked very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't mean to keep drawing comparisons, but like just just to continue to talk about the Joker a little bit, like the two performances that matter, anyways. I'm mean, well, okay. This isn't to slight Mark Hamill's like iconic uh, voice acting role as the Joker in the animated series and the animated features, but like if you compare like the Heath Ledger Joker to the Jack Nicholson Joker. Like, everybody was like, Heath Ledger went crazy. Like, Heath Ledger played perfect. For He was amazing. And he deserved the Oscar that he got and everything. Like, Heath Ledger's probably the best Joker and maybe the best screen villain probably this side of Darth Vader. But, like, he actually was... His Joker, like, when you go back and watch, is, like, more in control and more, like, subdued than, like, Jack Nicholson literally just cranked his shit up to 11 and just put the pedal to the metal and just went for it. Like he went all out and it's really impressive to watch. It's really fun. Uh, like I said, he's like, he's like Bugs Bunny. In fact, I, I would be stunned to learn that that wasn't like one of the things he watched in order to like kind of take stuff for the role. Like mm-hmm. he's genuinely like, like, like we said, he's, absolutely unhinged and it's kind of fun to go back and watch it now uh so yeah anyways that's it that's all i've got i just thought he was a really good actor and he deserves all the accolades he gets i would even say Heath ledger you know he took inspiration from jack nicholson oh for sure probably a known thing but like there's definitely some similarities through the two well i mean you know there's probably a list of of the greats of film and actors and stuff and obviously nicholson's up there but you know i haven't seen enough movies in my lifetime to like understand things like that and grasp it you know right but watching this film and you know you like your guys opinions on how he's acting stuff like there's a reason why he's considered like up there with the tops i mean because you think of jack nicholson somehow not thinking of this movie but you think of him just being kind of a cold serious snide mm-hmm. yeah, asshole like China <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and this presence yeah and then this he just and it doesn't seem forced it doesn't seem like he was trying to ham it up it just and you know I think that can go back to giving Keaton more credit too, that he can stand toe to toe with Nicholson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it's kind of incredible, you know, that it was like a Tim Burton film, not the shit on Burton films or anything, but the, the range of actors and talent that he had in this movie. Kind of incredible. Like looking back at it now. Oh I mean, shit. The scene, there's a scene where Jack Nicholson, like, I guess ad libs a, uh, 
Jack Palance uh, impression because mm-hmm. he's dealing with his like his sidekick Bob or whatever. His and he, goon. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does the uh, he he like intentionally like mocks Jack Palance's character. You know, does does his little impression. That was really cool too. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, shout out to uh, Michael Keaton for cranking it up all the way to eleven whenever he decided to do the. Uh, Bruce Wayne tricks Joker into shooting him so he could run off and turn into Batman. Yeah. Uh, where he grabs the poker's like, let's get crazy! You know, Seems yeah. <laughs> great. I, I, mean, I do love, do you guys, you know, Bob the Goon? Like, his yeah, main, his that's main the guy goon? I was talking about, yeah. God, that guy, I love him. He's just like a little cult legend, you know? He's just in, he's always like the little slimy sidekick, kind of like the fucking, I'm blanking out on his name, David Ron something. Howard. No, the guy from Commando and all those oh, movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The There's Crow. The yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, he's kind of like Patrick that. David Patrick Kelly? David. I knew it was David, yeah. Well, I was thinking, I mean, this guy is not known for great movies. I mean, great to us, but, you know, like Batman-level movies. And to Patrick's point, I was sitting there like, this is probably the pinnacle of this guy's career. Like, it's just weird that he's having to compete with nicholson on all these yeah. scenes with him you know it must have been so overwhelming keaton what? was at least really famous and was the leading man this guy is just like oh fuck like i have to interact directly with nicholson on a million scenes like well, kinda, i guess i, guess I thought about uh, that so they're, said they're that. like uh nicholson was the one who uh suggested him for the role really actually. yeah oh, they're like okay. they're like they're like pals in real life okay so. well then disregard all of that cut it out edit it out (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i've seen literally seen interviews of michael keaton talking about working with him and stuff and he was like so terrified and just because he knew what he was up against i mean it's just i and you know to be fair there's probably some jack nicholson stories of like he may be an asshole in real life or whatever but i guess just like growing up with that and seeing that how that just that one single role like affected me as far as like the way I look at a franchise or my expectations of Joker you know like that's it's insane like how how well he did that that movie so I guess I need to watch some more Nicholson movies I don't know yeah his he's got one of the more commanding presences in all of film to me like oh, yeah. not even He's... just the shining like clay said chinatown ooh chef's kiss you have to watch it it's considered uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest well yeah but chinatown's considered one of the better like movies ever made so i mean it's yeah, it's, it's uh, up there uh, well actually some would argue some one flew over the cuckoo's nest is pretty high on the list too so i mean or at least yeah, performance wise yeah 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 um i don't know this movie's great um that's all i can say this movie's great like i like it's making like talking about it like i kind of want to go watch it again (laughs) it's it's ridiculous um i'm probably gonna watch return soon you made me want to you should um the batmobile i remember that's another pinnacle scene i think i talked about it in the mortal Kombat episode um (laughs) like when scorpion and sub-zero like first come on and it's just like oh my god it's it's for real like they made this movie look at them they're here it's just amazing what's happening in my pants 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> My pants are tight. I'm when scared, the, mommy. <laughs> when it first comes on the screen, I'm just like, oh my god. Like, still, it looks so fucking cool. Compared yeah. to, like, anything they did after that, like, don't care. Even oh, That's my favorite like, That stuff's cool, but the impact that, like, seeing it, I was just like, it's perfect. And, like, hearing about, like, what it was, it was, like, several different types of cars, like, pieced together. Like, the lights mm-hmm. are from, like, a Honda Civic because, like, the director or the special effects guy just happened to glance at his wife's Honda. I was like, oh, those are cool headlights that would look cool and it's just like so awesome i guess they had car, honey yeah they had like a drawing or something and they had a couple built but without the engines and like that's what you won it's like are you fucking kidding me like <laughs> how, how could you win the batmobile like that's amazing still uh, yeah there's a. Uh... Quick shout out to the uh, the Affleck Batman Batmobile. That thing is pretty cool too. But uh, yeah, this is the coolest Batmobile by a country mile. The new one looks uh, pretty pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah it looks pretty. Pattinson. Cool that that's going the uh, the Arpats Batman is going like straight into some Batman Year One shit, and I can't wait for it. I, I actually uh, have the Hot Wheel like like cast iron or not cast iron but whatever oh shit I, the, yeah i remember what you're talking yeah, about like those, the metal yeah, one exactly holy shit patrick no yes, i have it those. it's it's in my house like i let parker play with it a while back i need to fucking dig that out they you re-released like... that yeah i saw yeah they re-released like the delorean yeah. uh ecto one batmobile oh i saw a big version of the do you all Keaton have the batmobile. micro machines micro no. machine nope damn uh, and this one's my favorite. Just the little... The Joker, Joker van. van. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so you remember those, like... They used to make those, like, Hot Wheels tracks, you know what I mean? That you would, like, yeah. make a thing and it would do they the loop, do. loop and do the ramp or whatever. I got them in my living room right now. I remember being so bummed that the Batmobiles were too heavy <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah they, it would go down, but it, it would it wouldn't make it through the just loop. Like, it would just sure, either fly out sure. or just go back down. Yeah, yeah, god damn it! I was so like, this is the only car I want to jump the goddamn ramp, and it can't make it through the loop. The loop this sucks. That is probably Take a big back. deal making that because it is. It's like solid metal. It's like bigger than Someone everything tell else. Someone tell Grandma yeah. she sucks at Christmas. <laughs> Man, I I had the Batwing. I don't know what happened to it. Who knows? I wish I could find it. I found my Joker. I can't find my original Batman. I may have bought one off of eBay. That Do you guys remember? Had. Was it the original Batman that had the uh, <laughs> yeah. the belt with the, the the grappling belt, basically? That's it. Yeah. That's what I thought. The, I had that. Yeah. yeah. Talking about the utility belt toy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it had the. Yeah. It actually pulled out like a string. Like it was really cool. Yeah. It like oh, re- it shit, retracted. Yeah, my... I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the action figure that has, like, the grappling. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. that's yeah. the first... I, I thought that was the oh, original yeah. Batman, but... Well, I mean, it's wrong. it's based off the movie, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. And then the Joker I have is the one that came with it. Um, you have the Nicholson one? Yeah, man. Let me see it. Yeah, that's pretty fucking and sweet. And it had a little mechanism where you can squirt water out of his little flower on his thing. That is a cool scene. I, I really... I remembered loving that scene as a kid. Like when he spits the acid on the wall, misses the girl. Mm. I was like, fuck, yeah. that's brutal. But, I don't know. Oh, it's... oh, 
another scene like you asked me earlier or you asked all of us what stood out this viewing versus when we were young i don't remember that news clip where he hijacks the news station and he's using those girls like 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 mouths and shit almost like a yeah oh yeah oh that was fucking i don't know how that didn't scare me as a kid i, that's, I don't know that's maybe definitely, i blocked it out definitely tim oh, the, burton uh, right there yeah just <laughs> that a was a really player. cool scene there was also the uh uh the newscasters once uh once joker like makes his like chemical threat the newscasters stop like washing their hair and putting yeah. on makeup and everything yeah <laughs> that seems pretty great i noticed that I'd look, notice that this time. I would have never noticed that before. Yeah. Right. I just feel like that's those uh, those newscasters are ugly. Mm-hmm. Get them off. Yeah. Well, get everyone them off my screen. Is, everyone besides like the uh, I forgot her name. The, the Vicky photographer Vail. or whatever. Yeah. Everyone besides her are all. Everyone in this movie's pretty ugly. <laughs> like at the very beginning, the two thugs or whatever yeah the very beginning yeah. they look so bad and that the corrupt that, in a good way that yeah. corrupt that, cop is pretty gross too eckhart yeah, yeah. i loved yeah. him they get the uh, yeah, american good. express uh <laughs> product placement in at the very yeah. beginning well, yeah. there's a there's a few in this movie like that and then eckhart also says like where have you been spending your nights i'm not sure mm-hmm. that's like a hotel chain or something there's a lot throughout this movie but it's weird because <laughs> I would have to go back and like search them because I was like, oh, this like yeah, they don't <laughs> land nowadays. Like, yeah. you watch them in twenty twenty one. You're like, I don't understand any of this shit. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> no, like that's the thing about product placement. By the way, uh, that's why you shouldn't have it. Yeah, yeah, but I know. The, I remember the first thing I thought of when that American Express uh, part happened was I was like, yeah, fucking Jason Liz. I just watched another movie that did this fucking blatant <laughs> shit. I was like, get that out of my movie. Uh, I'm fine with someone drinking a Coke toward the camera, but when you're saying the fucking taglines and shit right, from right. commercials, like, I'm like, like fuck three off. or four different times, yeah. Like, <laughs> but uh, Patrick pointed it out or, or brought it up, so it is worth uh, doubling back to uh, Kim Basinger uh, or Bassinger. I never know how to pronounce her name. Uh, as Vicky Basinger. Yeah, she's uh, she's a hottie, and she's also a really good actor. Yeah, uh, but she doesn't. They don't give her a whole lot to do in this. She she mostly well, plays the damsel in distress, but she has a few moments of being a bit more clever than the I standard mean, damsel in distress, I she, guess. She's probably fine to be there. I mean, again, yeah. this is a Nicholson movie. Right, yeah. I mean, I mean, she was hot shit at the time. They're, they're using, yeah. I mean, it's simply her face. Like, they are straight up using her in this movie, like, sadly. I mean, she's good. She yeah, she She's a good actress. I remember... Scream. I remember a few years later she did that Last Dance with Mary Jane music video with Tom Petty. Shit was mm-hmm. awesome. I used yeah. to watch that all the time. She's really she's good. In, she's in a James Bond movie too. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where to go with this. We're going to have to do a Moonraker episode eventually. Well, the, here's the thing. You and I are just going to have to start our own podcast over James Bond. Cause <laughs> just the, the Bond cast. I feel just, it, just please let me in on the GoldenEye episode. The game. I feel embarrassed having them watch <laughs> and talk about some of the older ones and stuff, too. Because <laughs> they don't always hold up that well. But it's, it's fine. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, kind of going back to what Eric said about, or whoever said it, as far as it being violent as far as like from where the joker stands 
I remember thinking as a kid, especially with like the grocery store scene and like the newscasters and stuff, and I was like, you know, a villain usually has like Max Shrek, Christopher Walken, and Batman Returns. He's just wanting power. That's his whole his whole shtick is to build a power plant. Okay, uh, they're always after money or something. Um, Nicholson's Joker's literally just to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Like he's yeah, literally, he, and it's uh, terrifying. He considers <laughs> he considers himself an artist who, uh, yeah. and he paints with death. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a, a a spooky spooky take on the Joker. Yeah, and I, I, like even in the comic books, Joker is inherently like a gangster. You know what I mean? He, yeah. Like even if it is just like like uh, the Ledger kind of take, you know, an agent of chaos or whatever, like. Nope, not not here. No, he is just an agent of uh, annihilation. Really, he's just there <laughs> to murder. Yeah, because he it's gives, he hands out money for everyone to come, then tries to poison gas them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that scene used to scare me. I think out of, or maybe not scare, but stress me out. One just, you know, imagining being in a crowd in that situation and not mm-hmm. knowing, and then like trying to like flee out of there and then two just like the henchmen or goons as they call them like as the balloons are floating up and they're still holding onto the the ropes for some reason that part used to terrify me mm-hmm. and then like immediately you go to the cathedral scene where there's like people falling stories mm-hmm. and stories just like ugh. like watching yeah, that... it now like I'm, i don't like heights anymore <laughs> that whole so... per- the whole parade scene's super tense like I, yeah. even as an adult i was like ah oh, like i was like really uncomfortable then another one was that press conference on the stairs when uh, the mime yeah, all the cool. mimes come up i was like oh, I, yeah. I didn't remember that i was like holy Me fuck either. this scene was awesome i was like he straight up just mows them all down i was like i did not expect that I, I expected like like yeah like you guys were saying like i thought he's gonna gas them or something or just maybe I don't know. I didn't expect him to just literally Al Capone all of them. Like, I was like, this is badass. It's it's intense. And, like, we didn't even talk about Harvey Dent in this movie, who's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Billy D. Coolest guy. Coolest guy in the movie. Did you guys notice? uh, It's when they're at, like, his conference and he's getting ready to speak or whatever. He's got a cigar, and then it's like showing like through the crowd and everything of like all the reporters stuff. Like literally, everyone has a cigar. And so it's kind of funny. I was like, oh, they must have just handed those out before they they started. It's that, what grownups do. And then the fucking mayor in this movie, all he cares about is this goddamn parade. Yeah. <laughs> all he cares movie. about. Super weird. It's He's like, like the mayor up. from Jaws, you know what I mean? Like, yep. this parade's gonna earn us all our income for the whole year. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what? Even though we're a big, sprawling metropolis and not some, uh, <laughs> and not some random beach town that literally, uh, yeah, I, I kind of noticed that too. It's like, is this, like, is there something going on with this parade? Or, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, Clay and I briefly touched on it earlier today, uh, how... Basically, and you even talked about it briefly earlier on this episode, when, like, the fans start freaking out and, like, petitioning and shit, and, like, we we mentioned Michael Keaton, they didn't want Mr. Mom as the fucking Batman. Well, apparently there was a lot of the shit we see on Twitter these days with Billy D. Williams. People were 
fucking all the white grumpy men were pissed off that they made Harvey Dent black. Really? And I was just Here's like... Yep. He would have made a badass Two Face too, and apparently, yeah. like yep. it was like in in his contract, like he had yep. it, like added to his contract that like whenever they cast Two Face, they had to give him the first shot at the role. Uh, but then they just decided, nah, fuck that, Tommy Lee Jones. So they bought out his contract. Uh, mm-hmm. Dude's always getting fucked over, man. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is fine too, but yeah, I would yeah. totally be down for Billy. Hey, here's the thing. There's not a single performance in Batman Forever that is fine. It's all terrible. No, I'm saying an actor like, <laughs> uh, I, I can, but yeah, as as far, Tommy Lee Jones is an. They aren't settling for less, is what I'm saying. But no, but, yeah, it's just it's just shitty that they they said like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, great, 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 and then like, no, we don't want you. We'll just buy out your contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he got fucked. He he was. I don't think he was very happy about it. But maybe with on that the plus money, side. It's probably a good thing he wasn't in that movie, because because yeah. <laughs> in this movie, he I mean, he's he plays it straight and he's kind of almost intimidating just the way he delivers his lines and stuff and like yeah, it's a hard. I just dude. every time I see Billy on the screen, I'm just like, he's the coolest guy in the scene. Doesn't matter when he yeah. walks on the scene, everyone else is fucked. He should have been in some scenes with Jack Nicholson. That would have been interesting. Yeah, would have been intense. Would have been pretty tough. Um, well, does anybody have any, like, closing statements, closing remarks, trivia? Uh, I will say, uh, once again, as I think this has become abundantly clear, uh, you listened from the start of the podcast, but I am a big comic book nerd, and, like, it's tough to say... Like, we've been pretty lucky as far as, like, the people we've gotten to play Batman if you just ignore the Schumacher debacles, right? Like, because you can't, because I was trying to, it's kind of like trying to do, like, a ranking in my head. And that's why I said, like, I have no interest in doing a ranking now. You know what I mean? Because, like, even, like, the shitty Snyder take on Batman, Ben Affleck is still an incredible actor, and he did every bit he could for the role, you know what I mean? To no fault of Ben Affleck's is what I mean to say was none of those, the problems with those movies were Ben Affleck, but we've had Michael Keaton, you know, Ben Affleck, we're going to get Robert Pattinson, obviously Christian Bale, like just uh, really lucked out that uh, had a pretty cool slew of Batman to kind of grow up with and grow old with. So uh, that's pretty cool. And the Batman is like the one character that has been, reiterated upon probably more than any other character be it comic books or otherwise like maybe James Bond I guess would be another close one but Jesus Christ like we re basically what I mean to say like if you're going to make another Batman movie maybe take the hint with this Batman movie because it doesn't really fuck around with dealing with Batman's origin all that much until like the midway point of the movie and Vicky Vale is doing her kind of investigation well, they straight up we misdirect know. you at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like, just stop. Just stop. We all know Batman, right? His parents were killed. He's, yeah. a, he's a billionaire. He wants to fight crime. He trained to be a ninja. That's all we need to know. Let's just get into Batman fighting some supervillains already. Uh, otherwise, this movie's still great. Uh, once again, we've also been pretty lucky with Batman movies, apart from a slew of bad Schumacher and Snyder films. So... You really can't go wrong. 
as long as you avoid. I was gonna say, well, you can. <laughs> you can, but yeah. Uh, they did. In fact, a, a lot do, uh, but it's hard between, to between, go wrong. You've got you've got five really really awesome live action Batman movies and a slew of really good animated Batman movies. Mm-hmm. So between you know the two Burton movies and the three Nolan movies, you're set. They're great. I don't have anything else to say. I'm <laughs> fucking, uh, <laughs> I was trying to like, <laughs> I was trying to like filibuster until like something profound came to mind, and nothing did. I'm just like, yeah, Batman's pretty cool. So, watch Batman, everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna take a cue from Clay and just be like, I love this movie. I don't have a lot to add that I haven't already said. Um, I think if you're young, like a younger kid, listening to this not younger kid but you know like 20 younger than us you should probably go check it out because you've probably seen the later tim burton movies and like patrick said i i guess i would say i'm a tim burton fan but when i actually stop and think about it i probably only liked the first half of his career i'd say around around big fish or so is when i was like okay hollywood has completely strangled got a strength on this yeah, guy eventually you have to bounce off tim burton i'm sorry i didn't like i'll let you well, go well that's what bums me out like but i like, guess yeah. you could say hollywood got a hold of him but he was always fucking huge like he didn't yeah. he didn't need i'm not saying he sold out i think patrick this, said this hey maybe like, that's this, what he wants to do but i don't know this was like his second if i'm not mistaken like his second like theatrical film right like mm-hmm. this is the second so like yeah he started off amazing, and then you still got like Edward Scissorhands and all that. Basically, yeah, Big Fish. From Big Fish on, you could just punt on uh, Tim Burton. Well, it's like we discussed with Peter Jackson. He got the chances to do the shit he probably liked in his youth, like you know Willy Wonka and shit like that. So I'm not gonna like dog the guy for doing that shit. He probably dreamed of doing that shit when he was a kid. But at the same time, I don't. I don't have to watch it. So. But we can always celebrate his old movies. We'll probably, you know, we've already covered Beetlejuice, so the dude is talented as fuck. Um, I just choose to appreciate the shit we can, you know, talk about, like Batman and Beetlejuice and even Edward Scissorhands. It's a great movie. We probably won't cover it on here, but, you know, it's an awesome movie. I love it. Yeah. That's challenge accepted, bud. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm just, I mean. Christmas movie to me yeah okay well whatever but yes i mean you know it's kind of a good reminder that tim burton was very awesome at one point so it's cool to watch his early stuff and see you know what he had to offer back then but that's about yeah that's about it i'm glad i got to watch it it's very nostalgic yeah yeah definitely nostalgic for me too um I still, like, when I hear Tim Burton directing a certain movie that I'm kind of interested in, it still kind of piques my interest a little bit. Like, I don't, you know, I'll I'll probably watch him, you know, yeah. unless it's an animated movie or whatever. I won't, but I, there's this, like, I don't know, there's just something about Tim Burton that I'm still interested in, you know, and it's, it's those early movies that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is but beyond that this, yeah this batman for me is like i mean i love the nolan ones it's just 
man, it's just like like you were saying, and can't take those goggles off mm-hmm. when you watch movies like this that were so prominent and as a child, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll always love this movie. I showed my daughter, actually, sixteen year old daughter, for the first time. She watched it with me today, so that was cool. I bet it's you know she wasn't blown away, right? But she sat there and watched the whole thing, so I was happy for that, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, but that's all you can ask for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean now with phones and crap, it's like, yeah, good luck yeah. watching a hundred percent of any movie at this point. Mm-hmm. It's a solid one hundred and twenty-six minute runtime, by the way. That that's is a long that movie. you kept a sixteen-year-old teenager off of their phone <laughs> and engaged enough with the movie to watch the whole goddamn thing for over two hours. So I, I, yeah, I, to- long. I totally blanked out. I did mean to bring this up in the episode, but when you just said that uh, you're always kind of interested when you hear Tim Burton, even now you'll mm. check it out. He's doing a live action uh, Ad- Adam's Family series. Mm-hmm. That could be awesome. I, that. If I know, a- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like there's always a... Well, I mean, peak of interest for me in Tim Burton, but I mean, no matter if, what. Yeah. When you hear, okay, if you could choose, I want someone to make, you're an executive in an office. I got what the opportunity to make the Adams Family series. Who do you want to does direct it? Have it? dental. He's going to pop up. Like, he's he's got to be one of the top three choices, so. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that, well, like, that's made we, for him. <laughs> what, was, what was the, uh, shit, what was that, like, there was like a precursor to uh, Adam's family, uh, like a vampire living with a monsters. With a re- re- no, not the monsters. Like it was with like Johnny Depp. Back in like, yeah, like back in like Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. Yeah. yeah. Well, that uh, was. A... So, I mean, he's he, that's a terrible movie. So well, like, yeah. he's he's basically taken that formula before and tried to do it and really shit the bed. So I. I I wouldn't get my hopes up, but, you know, there's always a, a, a chance that we can get back to some old school Burton, and that'd be fun. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm just Hopefully. like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Did he do that musical with Johnny Depp? That's what Johnny I was sure. Todd. Todd. Yep. Yeah. Did he do Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. That was great. That was really good. Just, It's weird when you start, like, thinking about him, you're like, oh, he did that. And he did that. I mean, as in musical, Sweeney Todd's not awful. It's actually pretty gory. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a musical, so. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm with Eric. Like, I, I don't know the newest thing that I saw him. Probably Sweeney Todd. That or Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I can't remember which came last. But yeah. uh, Frankenweenie wasn't terrible for a kid's movie. Yeah, I mean, I had to watch that with my kid, and I was like, "Yeah, that's I hard. think probably what put me over the line was the Charlie and Chocolate Factory because I had a lot of hope for that because, like, yeah. dude, it makes sense. Uh-huh. It should have made sense, and it just there's just wasn't it, there's wasn't there. There's always going to be curiosity for me with him, like you yeah. said, because there's he... there's always that little potential that it could be like that weird, awkward stuff like edward scissorhands like uh-huh. batman returns yeah like it's got like you can feel it. it's a burton film 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, whatever. I was probably going to waste the two hours anyway, so I'll watch whatever <laughs> whatever new movie he comes out with. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Didn't like, he do the, an Alice, Alice in Wonderland movie, too? Yeah. Those yeah. are terrible. Were, yeah. They were bad. I had high hopes for those, too. Yeah, they're really bad. I just remember being really curious to see how he did the Cheshire Cat, and I was like, oh. That dude got his hands on CG and everything pointed south. Yeah, well, that's true. We're kind of... I think... A, not discussing the elephant in the room too, but if he could get away from fucking Johnny Depp, that might help and, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I'm kind true. of burnt out on the fucking girl he uses constantly too. Carter, Can't remember uh, Elena, Mia Washington, the the. the no, 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 okay. no, no. His yeah, wife? he Helena Bottom Carter, I think's her name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just. I mean, she's decent. Like, she's not a Fight terrible actress. Lady. I just don't, I get fatigued with, like, like Rob Zombie. His wife does happen to suck at acting, but, like, why, I don't want to see the same person in every fucking movie. Like, give me variety. Like, show some versatility. This town needs an enema. Yeah, that's that kind of thing, you know. Well, but, yeah. On a good Anyway. Movie. This is a good movie and everyone should watch Batman it. Batman is good. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. make it positive. Everybody watch <laughs> yeah, a good Batman movie. Science, you got five to choose from. Scientific fact, this movie's good and you should watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I accomplished everything I wanted to do. I, I watched the movie that I love numerous times uh, and I got to talk about it. So. And you dug out your old toys. Got to play with them. Well, I was going to get those out anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, dude. Patrick's been sending us pictures of all his old toys he dug out this yesterday or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's really cool it's <laughs> to me. I'm like geeking out. Nostalgia's yeah. hitting hard Golly. at the Caldwell house. My wife's kind of over it. But yeah, I went and found my old toy box that was untouched somehow at my mom's and filled to the brim with all my old things. Um, so yeah. That's like a time capsule, dude. Yeah, and like I wish I had that. <laughs> like seeing these toys, like it's almost kind of like the crow, like when he would touch somebody and it would like, I pick up this like Hot Wheel car and I can remember when I got it, what store yeah. it was. I mean, it's if only I had that kind of knowledge power for useful things in my life. Uh, right. Yeah, it is weird. Accomplish something, but. No, you're, nah. you're you are right. Like well, I, I married an accountant. I, I don't need to do that. I, I, if, if I like do find some old toys, which I've done the last few years when I stopped by my parents' house, but I'll I'll grab it and just like you described, I never thought of it that way. I'll be like, oh, this was from KB Toys and such and such, or this was Toys R Us and Tulsa. Like I was just like, and it does take you back, and yeah. you'll remember who you were with if it was a friend. You know, that's just really weird. Like you I mean, said, like you you can't get that from other things that you think about. Uh, so follow us uh, on Instagram, Facebook. Yep. Comment if you want. Don't have to. No pressure. Hey, you're the listener. You decide. You decide what to do. We just appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Be good to each other. Wear your mask. And cape. Uh, and cape. Yeah, wear a cape also. <laughs> yeah. Later. Why not? Bring capes back. Yeah. All right. right. Bye. (laughs) Later.